Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the We Are Wrestling podcast. I am your host, Viral Viper, aka Viper Freeze, with my co host, I'm Batman, <laughs> aka The Renegade. Yay, Batman! If you don't know why I did that, some Batman leaks came out as of us recording this. So, yeah, it's nothing wrestling related. I just thought I should bring you that up. You say that and watch a wrestler get cast in the movie. And we're going to be like, God damn it. I actually heard rumors, but I don't know who it is. But Who, go ahead. who is it? <laughs> I No, I don't, I don't know who it is, but I keep hearing a wrestler got um, casted Ooh. in it. Is it AEW, WWE, New Japan? Could it be? Like, um, I want to say it was Batista, but then again, he's technically not a wrestler anymore, so, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I would honestly love him to be Bane. Yeah. Because that, that would be pretty cool. Yep, yep. And I know everybody listening to the podcast is like, wait a minute, this isn't wrestling. This is, this is comic books. I know, I know. Calm down. I mean, if you want to be technical, Bane is a wrestler, so. Yeah, <laughs> calm down, people. We're going to get into the wrestling. So, we're going to talk about everything that's happened this week in wrestling. And when I mean everything, I mean mostly everything, not everything. 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 Sammy. Ovi Ovi. Sammy, we're going to get into everything. (laughs) Ohio Valley everything. (laughs) That that was funny. Yep. But yeah, we're on the course to WrestleMania. There's no road because this is a pirate ship theme, which means they're on the water. So it's of course, the WrestleMania. I can't swim, so I'm fucked. Come on, just jump on the back of the boat like I'm doing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving that alone. People will get the joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think they will. Like, I, I, I'm leaving that alone. And the... Evidently, history states I was in the front of the boat, so yeah. yeah. And this is a perfect month for that joke. But here we go. <laughs> WrestleMania 36. And you know what the biggest thing about WrestleMania 36? WrestleMania 37 in Hollywood. How the fuck? How? How? I want to know how. Like, I don't remember the last time they were in Hollywood. I want to say they were there like yeah, twice, maybe? Yeah, it was maybe? a long time, but we didn't even have the WrestleMania of 2020. And they're planning out WrestleMania 21. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, we didn't even have this WrestleMania yet. Like, they did so much stuff for the next year's WrestleMania that I forgot we didn't have WrestleMania this year. That's how bad it was. Next thing you know, they're already going to confirm the uh, main event, which they're apparently hitting at a The match, Rock so. versus Roman Reigns. I am... Yes. I don't know how I feel about that because to me that match about two or three years ago would have been great. Now, next year, I don't know if I really give a shit. 
I mean, there's that, and like my whole thing is like storytelling. I don't think there would be a good story to tell there, you know. What I mean, unless one of them went heel, which I really That's doubt it. The funny part that would be the best mm-hmm. part because they would have you know that the rock is unfucking touchable in WWE. There's no one yeah. alive that likes wrestling that would turn on a rock, so Roman would have to be the heel. And if it goes yep. that way, that would be fucking perfect. I'll be down. Yeah. Like, last week, we booked a scenario between Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt for the Universal title at WrestleMania, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, now we have to figure out how to get there. But, there's so much controversy, we're going to get right into that. There's a week for the Elimination Chamber that has Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, Daniel Bryan, Shinsuke Nakamura, Bartender Cabron, and Robert Roode. That that was a kind of, sort of, official thing, placeholder. Now, you know one of those names is not belonging there at all. Uh, see, due to my hate of him, I would straight go to fucking uh, the mm-hmm. bartender, but it's gonna have to be Robert Rowe. Like, he's like the odd right. dog. And it's something that doesn't sit right with that. <clears throat> so, according to some sources, that's the like that tentative lineup is a placeholder. It's like, okay, that makes sense. Now, out of that whole entire thing, we have already surmised that it's going to be Daniel Bryan versus Nakamura at WrestleMania, and also Bartender Cabron versus Braun Strowman for the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania. We have we have okay. surmised that already. So, and the winner of that Elimination Chamber is number one contender for Bray Wyatt's title. So, by process of elimination, it's Roman Reigns, Right? Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. Wrong. Okay. So there is a rumor that is sparked up and from credible sources that we know that John Cena will replace um Bobby Roode. Oh. Now you think okay, maybe John could win. Here's the thing everything has just got even more tricky. Because at the Saudi Arabia show, it's going to be Goldberg versus Bray Wyatt. And the winner of that is the new Universal Champion. So, you would think, hey, Bray Wyatt has to win, Roman Reigns has to win. Well, that's not the case right now. Because it's going to be either... Bray Wyatt versus Roman Reigns and John Cena versus Goldberg or it's going to be Goldberg versus Roman Reigns and John Cena versus Bray Wyatt or it's going to be Cena versus Roman and Bray Wyatt versus Goldberg again these four people have been talked about 
around this universal title. So at WrestleMania, I cannot tell you exactly, but out of those four people, we will have two matches. One will be for the universal title. The other will just be for fuck off. Who knows how this is going to wind up? We don't know. But on the road to, or the course to WrestleMania, this is what's happening. So that just got super interesting. Yeah, I just about to say that oddly enough, like three out of the four like people you mentioned, I'm not a fan right. of, which of course is Goldberg, Roman, and mm-hmm. Cena. But that sounds really fucking interesting nonetheless. Yes, it does. Like I can't even hate. Like, yeah. So now, like we said, WrestleMania has got way more interesting. And we've been doing this book a match to WrestleMania. We we picked one match that we were already gonna do that we just like kinda spoiled to you guys was Brian and mm-hmm. Nakamura. But we stumbled onto some other news before we got on the podcast that AJ Styles versus The Undertaker is now more than likely going to happen at WrestleMania. So, WrestleMania this year is getting very, very, very interesting. Yes. So, yeah. That's getting very interesting. So, how do you feel about these new developments for WrestleMania? Uh, The whole universal title scene, like, that's, like, crazy, especially the fact John Cena coming back, which they just announced he's supposed to be on um, the February 28th? Yeah. I know it's the 28th, but it's February. The February 28th um, episode of SmackDown and whatnot. And, like, it just all goes together. Like, it's coincidental he's coming back to SmackDown and whatnot. You would think he would mm-hmm. come back to Raw. Because that, that's quote-unquote the A show and whatnot, as they like love to say yeah. and whatnot. And, like, he is an old-timer, and Raw is mostly for the old-timers. But it just all fits together. And then the Nakamura and Brian thing has me intrigued, mm-hmm. you know? And I want to know how, like, they're actually going to do AJ Styles versus uh, Undertaker. Like, I love I love Mark Halloway, Undertaker, but, like, I'm kind of sour on it. Like, he lost twice already at WrestleMania. Like... At this point, I believe he should retire. But regardless, it's going to be a great match. Okay, since you said you don't know how they're going to do those two matches, how would you book Danny Bryan versus Nakamura? Oh, that that actually is a hard one. Because, like, like, AD Styles versus um, Undertaker, for me, booking it probably would be easier. Okay. That one just have like AJ talk shit like how he's the phenomenal mm-hmm. one and mistakenly say he's a phenom. Okay. You know, phenomenal, phenom, like it all okay. goes together. He says that all of a sudden you hear the gong. Gong. He appears out of nowhere, Undertaker, meaning the he, pronouns. Oh, no, <laughs> Choke him and it goes from there. You know what I mean? Like that's how you start it off and whatnot. 
and then like AJ gets pissed off, start talking shit about the Undertaker again, and this keeps going like week by week and whatever. They'll catch him a few times, like because you know he has Gallows and Anderson on his side mm-hmm. and whatnot. So you know, like it will go from there. Like you don't need much detail into it, but that's pretty much how it go. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would kind of take a different approach to that. A whole different okay. approach. Okay. You know how AJ's said he's the face that runs the place. He built he built the house that AJ Styles built. All of this stuff is cocky, him being him. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. You're being you. And he just comes out and talks about how he's won WWE. Nobody has done it like him. And at WrestleMania, I need a dream match. And just basically puts over that he is the new franchise player in WWE. Basically calls himself the face that runs WWE. The face that runs the place. And so Undertaker just shows up because, listen, AJ Styles has beat John Cena. He's beat Randy Orton. He's beat every one of the top WWE guys. So Mm -hmm. he's like, he could come out and say, listen, I've been everywhere and I beat everybody in WWE. So WWE is my house. Yeah, that's not going to sit well with the the big dog because that's his yard. Basically. So that's how it would go for me. Like, basically, Undertaker defending WWE. I can see that. That would work. Yeah. How would you um, book the other one? Because I have no ideas for that. None at all? Nah. Like, I'm being honest. Like, nah. Because at this point, Nakamura's a heel. Brian is showing, like, heel tendencies and whatnot. So, I don't see how they're going to go together. Only way would be, like, if Nakamura was still the Intercontinental Champion. But, obviously, that went to Braun Strowman. So, you know, like, Look, in my mind, I can't think of a reason for them to fight. Okay, there's so many ways that this could work. One way is Brian does a backstage skit and Sami Zayn comes up and talks about liberating him and Brian winds up wrestling Cesaro. Like, that would be, like, that would start off the feud and then he beats Cesaro. But, like, after he beats Cesaro, Nakamura hits him with the Kinshasa and basically runs off and Brian can't get his revenge he can't get his revenge he just keeps going 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 and it winds up at Wrestlemania like that's one way but the other way that I would actually like to see it is Brian gets into a funk of I lost to the Fiend I lost twice I don't know what I have to do to get back to the top of the mountain. I need something. Somebody give me what I want. And Brian just goes into this kind of depression type thing where he's like sitting there like God, I just wish that I could get back to what I used to be. And he just happens to challenge everybody and come across Nakamura and Nakamura puts him on his ass. And Brian has to redeem himself at WrestleMania. 
I like that second one. One of those ways is going to work. But the way that the way that I see it playing out is just this simple. They're going to be in an elimination chamber. Nakamura is going to pin Daniel Bryan. That starts the feud. True, true. That that's assuming that that. that I'm pretty real. sure that Daniel Bryan is definitely going to be in there because he is still in kind of the levitating part of being the top champion and the top person, so he's still up there. Oh, okay. So I'm thinking that that part would be in there. And if they stick Nakamura in there, it would be two reasons he's in there because of the Intercontinental title and to set up the Bryan feud. Yeah. Because, like, that's what I'm saying. Some of that lineup for the Elimination Chamber looks great. It's just Bobby Roode does not fit in there. Nah. Like, I'm trying to think of a reason why he would be in there. Only reason he'll be in there is to be um, King Corbin's uh, um, lackey and whatnot, you know? Or Help him they out. had... Which he would... Yeah, or they had mm-hmm. a random match where the winner gets to be the last spot in the Elimination Chamber. Like a like a bad yep. royal or something, for mm-hmm. instance. Just like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, that, that's how we would book those two scenarios. Yeah. So, before we started the podcast, Miz and Morrison which we can finally say their names together. Finally. They were talking shit to Roman Reigns. And Roman Reigns basically said, you know what? I'll take on both of you bitches this Friday at SmackDown with a mystery partner. Now, who the hell is his mystery partner? Uh, It would have to be someone from their past. And someone on SmackDown. Uh, I thought of someone, but that person's on Raw, so that's not working. I was thinking of Truth. All right. Yeah, he is part of the past. Yeah. Because he has teamed Mm -hmm. with both of them. So. But, yeah, I really can't think of anybody except for R-Truth, and he's on Raw, so. Like, it would have to be somebody that either coming back or that's already on SmackDown that the only person that I could see possibly showing up and being his partner would be Daniel Bryan. Okay. Or maybe on some like really random shit like Rakeshi or something. Which I don't see why he would come back for a totally random show. Like it would have to be like you know, one of those old school joints or whatever. Like, it has to be like a special. Right. Is one. there anybody that's on the that's on the roster that's injured? Uh, yeah, but one I don't think would team with him, and the other one is a heel. Well, both of them are heel actually. Um, one is Lars okay. Sullivan. The other one's Ginger okay. Mahal. And then there's Jeff Hardy, which I don't see teaming, okay. teaming up with him. I do, I do have a name that's sitting there 
And to me, it would make sense because they teamed up before and Roman has a, a big amount of respect for this person. Mustafa okay. Ali. Oh, okay. He has not been on. He's not been on SmackDown for a while. He's really good, and Roman does like him, so that will work. Yeah, put him back on television. Mm-hmm. Like that. I like that, that would actually be cool. Like especially him coming back and being stuck in the main event spot like right away. That would kind of shake things up and be like, oh, Masafa Ali's here. Yeah, cause like he kind of was there and then got mm-hmm. shafted. Although he was there by accident, but still, you know what I mean? Right. But yeah, we'll have to see how that SmackDown plays out. Yeah. So, also let's let's bring up this thing because it's a match that me and you have booked. 350 times since the podcast and that's Sasha and Bailey. Oh my God, have we? Like crazy. And now it seems like it's in jeopardy, but also now it may not be in jeopardy. Because okay. last week, there was a fatal four-way for number one contender for Bailey's women title. So it was Carmella, Naomi, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Was it Nikki Cross? No, Nikki was okay, Alexa's corner. Was Dana, Dana Brooks. Brooke? Right. It was Dana Brooks. And Naomi had just returned last week, so everybody was like, it's going to be Naomi and it's going to be the match that's going to go into Elimination Chamber. Hell, I even thought that. So. Yeah. Yeah. But Carmella won. So now everybody's like, wait. Naomi just got screwed out of her match. She's not going to get her match then. Wait, is Naomi getting her match in WrestleMania? That's exactly what we went into the weekend thinking. Oh, shit. Like, there's no Sasha and Bailey now. But this week on SmackDown, Carmella is getting her shot. And also, there's rumors that Carmella will face Bailey at the Super Showdown in two weeks. Now, here's the thing. That still leaves Naomi wide open for the Elimination Chamber. Okay. So, if Naomi does challenge her at Elimination Chamber... That means that Sasha and Bailey is the definite lock for WrestleMania. Yeah. But if that doesn't happen, then we can start penciling in Naomi versus Bailey. Which will be a good match, but like I really don't want that. I, I want our yeah. match. Because we've waited for that match, and there's so many people that have. There's like a groundswell of all wrestling fans that have been waiting for that rematch since 2014. We're at... Wait, is it 2014 or 2015? It might have been... Still, It's been a long time. Everybody has been waiting for this match. And 
if we don't get this match, then I don't know. People have put something in every WrestleMania since they've been on the main roster, and we still have never got it. This is the perfect time. They're both the biggest heels on SmackDown, biggest superstars. Let it happen. Like, at this point, like, if you do it, after that, you do whatever the hell you want. Like, I don't Basically. care. And we're not shitting on Naomi versus Bailey because Naomi versus Bailey is going to be great. But we just want our WrestleMania yeah. match. That's all. Exactly. Like, right now, like, in my head and, like, I don't know how it would work. Maybe turn either uh, on Carmella or her heel and have them face each other for the time being. Basically. That way we could have Sasha versus Bailey and whatnot. Like, because it's so... For Sasha to win the title, it's so many people for her to face to defend the title. Like, I literally want her to win the title at WrestleMania and then defend the title against Naomi at SummerSlam. Yeah, like, yeah. That's what, that's what I want. Like, in the eventual sense, I would love to see her versus Bianca. Yes. Which she, which, okay, I'm I'm going to put this out there. Bianca over the last two weeks has well not the last two weeks over the last month has went from okay we know how good Bianca Belair is to Bianca Belair is the next biggest superstar on NXT like she's there it's Rhea then it's her like there's nothing you can do about it like she's going to lose to Rhea this Sunday and I know that but when you send Bianca Belair to Portland with Adam Cole, who is the champion, and they do the morning shows and the morning rounds, and everybody talks about, oh my God, she's such a star. Everybody that interviews her is saying, oh my God, she has such a presence. She's this, she's that. And it's like, she has everything. You just see, okay, she's next up. Charlotte even said on backstage was like, yo, Bianca Belair, I want to wrestle her. She had something. They had that little brief like thing at Royal Rumble, but she's like, yo, I want to wrestle her. And it's like, you can see she has something. The only problem with that mm-hmm. match, though, right, is that Charlotte's on Raw, and then Bianca, she doesn't even go that, there. That's true. <laughs> that's true. I'm waiting for that t-shirt. <laughs> If you don't know, that's one of Bianca Belair's um, catchphrases and whatnot. Like, she's she's on top of her game of catchphrases and whatever. She's great on the mic. She's great in the ring. You know, so, yes. yeah. Like, and people are saying, oh, but if she loses to Rhea, she, like, that means WWE doesn't see anything in her. No, that's not what that means. She has to lose to Rhea because Rhea is going to face Charlotte at WrestleMania. She has to lose to her. So it has to be a title match between those two. Bianca is going to get her return to top superstar. It's going to be fine. 
don't worry. I seem to remember someone a long time ago, <laughs> right? Had like a like a major Lujan streak and whatever, right? And like people loved them, but after a while they pulled like, oh, they'll be shitting on him. They're not gonna let him win and whatnot. It was so bad that even Michael Cole would shit on him in um commentary and whatever. We'd call him like a vanilla midget and whatnot. Because mm. he was a vegan and didn't watch television and whatnot. For those of you that don't know, I'm talking about former WWE champion, former tag team champion, former intercontinental champion, former United States champion. Probably had um, other titles there. I don't know. Can't remember off the top of my head. Daniel yeah. Bryan. But at the time when he had the losing streak and whatever, like, yeah. So a few losses don't mean Not shit. at all. But yeah, she's going to... She's going to get her... Her shine. Yep. And since we're on women... Let's just bring this up because... I'm a little bit angry... But I'm also a lot of bit happy. Okay. The Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose beat Riho for the AEW Women's Championship. Now, and I know everybody's like, oh, are you one of those people why you're mad? No. Here's why I'm mad. Because the first day the AEW set up that title match, the first thing I said was, Nyla Rose should be the first fucking women's champion because she is a badass. Let her run through the whole division. And what did they do? No, we're going to put it on Riho. No. You should have put it on Nyla Rose and had Riho chase for the title. But no, that's not what they did. I 100% agree with you. If you didn't say it, that's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. Like, fuck all the controversy and all the other bullshit aside and whatever. She should have been the, the first champion. Like, and like, I would have loved a feud between her and Austin yes. Kong. That's what I was waiting for. Yes, for the title. Like, it was so, like, it was so much you should have did with Nyla Rose as a champion to begin with. Like, it would have gave the title such prestige to have her hold the title. And once again, it's not me hitting on AEW, but it's the fact they favor their buddies and whatnot. For those of you that don't know, Riho is one of um, Kenny Omega's like really good friends or whatever. Look up Kenny o- on YouTube. Look up Kenny Omega versus what nine-year-old yeah. girl or whatever. That was Rio in um, DDT. Yeah, want to say? Yeah, look that up. They known each other that long, and like they just not. And, and that's not me hitting on Rio because she's really talented and whatnot. But it was more or less them doing a favor and whatnot. You know what I mean? To me, that's him. And like, I'm, I'm probably going to get some shit for this and like really controversial. You're probably going to shit mm-hmm. on me for this, right? To me, it's similar to like when Eddie Guerrero passed away and Ray conveniently said, oh, I'm going to do this for my amigo and all that. So they had to give it to him after he said that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you, you know, it's. It's no honor among thieves, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, they had a better thing. Like, what what the hell did Rio do with the title since you had it? <laughs> no, to me, no, nothing, like, amazing in my exactly. opinion. Exactly, that's why, 
if Nyla would have had it from the beginning, do you know how fucking crazy it would have been for everybody to be like, yo, somebody needs to take the title off of her. Like, she's a beast. It's like, it would have preyed into her character as being the beast. Like, exactly. she's such a badass. Like, her with the title in the beginning and somebody chasing for it. Like, yo, that would have been fucking great. Like, listen, at the time, you had Britt Baker was a face. You had, exactly. you had um, Hikaru Shida. You had Riho. You had, who else? You had somebody else. You had another person. Then you had Chris Awesome Kong. You had Chris Statlander. You had so many people that could go up against her that you could feed to her and be like, hey, you beat this person. Beat this person. Beat this person. And then just like wait to like pull the trigger on the right person to win the title. But it's like they just like what? Like I forget her name mm-hmm. at the moment, but the one that was teaming with Awesome Kong recently until like they broke up the Nightmare Collective yeah, and whatever. I don't remember her name either. Her but you, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. The one that shaved her head was basically like a, a, a fucking... Um, yeah, basically a straight-edge society like knockoff and whatnot. That match, like her versus um, Nyla, that would make a, a nice match, I exactly. think. Exactly. Like, it was, it was so much you could do. Like, I feel like her winning the title now, it didn't mean as much as her winning the title in the beginning with. Like, she could have got heat. She could have been, like, the top heel female on the show. Like, now it's like, you won a title. Who do you have to face? Like, who? Like, this is, like, really nobody for your face. You're going to face Chris Statlander? Like, if they give her a title shot, like, maybe. Like, you can't fight Britt Baker because she's a heel now. A damn good heel, too. Yep. It's like, all you have is Rio and maybe... The other girl, Rika um, Shizaki. Her. Like, it's only... The one who if, um, Rebecca yes. knocked out, right? Like, okay. it's so few face women in their women's division that it's like there was no reason for that. When everybody was a face and Nyla Rose was the heel, that was great. Now it's like you're in the opposite position where she's going to have a title and it's like there's no one for her to face. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's like something wrong with their, their booking. Like, they just don't know how to book this division or whatever division. It's like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, like, people complain about other companies, like, fucking the writers and whatever I want to say they they don't even have writers they just go with the flow do whatever and that's what I'm saying like that that's why they should have really went with the flow and said we're giving it to Nyla we're gonna make people hate her and we're gonna make people want the title off of her that's what the fuck they should have did once again controversial Mm -hmm. right I want to say the reason they didn't go with Mm -hmm. it right with it's the, the current situation they're in right now with people bitching and whatever. Which I would have said fuck it and gave it a title. You know what I mean? Like fuck that. Listen, I understand that people have that little thing that they have against her. I don't give a fuck. Like wrestling is wrestling. I don't like either. yo, just calm the fuck down. If if you're against that, get the fuck out of here. Like 
Don't watch. Exactly. Like that's how I feel. Like don't fucking watch. Don't don't comment. Don't watch. You shouldn't be watching anything if you feel that way. Get the fuck out of here. The other perspective mm-hmm. to that, though, in my opinion, right? Like, okay. Hypothetically speaking, knock on wood, hope it never mm-hmm. happens, right? Fucking, and me and you both hate him. Baron Corbin either win the WWE Championship or the Universal mm-hmm. Championship, right? We're not going to stop watching just because he mm-hmm. wins that shit. If anything, I think that will fuel our fire more and make us want to watch it even mm-hmm. more, Right? Until he fucking loses it, you know what I mean? We'll, we like we desperately would want to see him lose it. Okay. I th- yeah. Right. I'm gonna say that the termites so, got to that wood because that's definitely gonna happen. The mm-hmm, him winning the that's title. Definitely gonna happen. But go on with your point. Uh, but you know, but like, and I totally disagree with their point of view. But if you hate her so much, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Just watching until she fucking loses the title. Like, you know what I mean? It's... People, like, start to hate wrestling and whatever. And like, oh, I'm not watching it. That's the whole idea. You hate people, you love people. Exactly. You know what I mean? You want to see this person lose. You want to see this person win. That's the whole, like... You lose yourself right. in it, you know? In, like... I have, like, a really crazy like like with Nyla Rose because I like the fact that she's a dominant person but outside of it she's a funny weird goofball in real life which always brings me back to the heels are like the nicest fucking people exactly watch Miz and um what is Mm -hmm. it Miz and Mrs Miz is such a fucking goofball yes and it's a shame that he actually turned Maurice into a big goofball too. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. But like, we have no problems with Nyla winning the title. We just wish that she was the first champion. Exactly. And she won the title and it was really funny because I totally, like, and this is not a knock on her. I totally forgot that she was black and Native American until like she said it I was like oh I totally forgot because they go with the Native beast and it's like she wears like the little like Native American thing and it's like oh yeah she's Native American and it's like you totally just forget because like she plays up that side and you're like oh she's not and then like you remember like oh yeah her mom is black like oh shit like yeah now I remember it like I told, like you totally forget because like you just go with the the narrative that they're painting. You're like, well, she's Native American. And you're like, oh yeah, that's right. She looked dark, but like, yeah, she's Native American. But then you're like, oh yeah, shit, she's black too. Yeah, fucking right. Exactly. Like if you like follow her like Instagram or like, well, I, I said Instagram, but I meant to say like Twitter and whatever. You watch her videos and whatever. She's clearly yeah, black. Yeah, she is. You know what I mean? Like, you, you hear, like, how she talks and whatever. Like, nah, nah. So, and, like, I... But she's... Yeah. And it's funny, because, like, when people said it was like, oh, they just gave it to her for Black History Month. I was like, I hate you guys for even bringing that up. 
But like, it's like, did they do that for Black History Month? No, in AEW, probably. Like, I don't want to hate, but probably. Like, but she she should have been champion, and like she should have been champion to the point like right now, people are still begging AEW to take the title off of her. That's how I feel. And I bet you they're gonna give her a fucking short run. Like she's gonna have it for like two months, and that's it. I would be so pissed. Like, as much as I, I'm sour on AEW, that that would make it worse. Yeah, it's like they really don't know what they have with Nyla Rose. It's like you have a badass destroyer. But if you drop the ball with her, no one's going to care. That's the problem. Basically. And I just, I hope they do really good by her. It's kind of like how they did with um, Awesome Kong and WWE, which in retrospect, it really wasn't their fault. But still, you know what I mean? They had to drop it like real quick. So like by that point, you wouldn't yeah. care what they do with her. But it's like when you have a certain type of person like that and you see what they are, you have to use them. Like if they just had like a dominant heel type person, you have to use them. Like I think that they're trying to do that with Jake Hager, but there's a big plot hole with him because he's never really had a match and he's really not that dominant when he's scared of Luchasaurus. Pretty much. But like when you have a big, dominant, nasty, strong, monstrous heel, put the title on them, let them run with it, and then find some good white meat baby face to take the title off of. That's what you do. It's like I said, they they're doing everything with their friends and all that, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's really it's really dumb it's really dumb you just have to like if they're doing stuff you have to learn how to book better like it's some stuff that happens and you're like why is this happening like like for example you just mentioned Jake mm-hmm. Hagar and whatever right and yet to get in the ring he's about to get in the ring now for the next pay-per-view he's facing motherfucking Dustin Rhodes like, like it's okay, but like I don't think that's the match he should be having his first. Yeah, match. like I like if you want to make Jake Hagar this big unstoppable monster, don't throw him against Dustin Rhodes. There's nothing wrong with Dustin Rhodes, but like, not Dustin Rhodes. Like, not the first match. I, I don't get it. I really don't get it. Because, like, the whole thing was, like, uh, Jake Hagar and Sammy Guevara, or Gawawa, mm-hmm. as you would say, bro- broke his hand and whatnot. But they just had the match, um, what's his face, um, Sammy Guevara versus Dustin on the actual show. That should have been on the pay-per-view. Um, that sh- it should have. And then, like, maybe lead into Dustin, I mean, lead into Jake Hagar later. But, yeah, you know, like, have Jake Hagar face somebody like, have him face, uh, um, 
Luchasaurus, since apparently he's scared right. of him and whatnot. Like, they have a storyline going that I lied to you not... I don't even think anybody's even paying attention to the storyline, but I'm so invested in it. It's a storyline between Darby Allen and Sammy Gawawa. Like, like yeah. I don't understand, like, they'll throw a little, they throw a little vignette for Darby Allen challenging him, but it's not like they're making it a big deal. It's like, what are you guys doing? Like, he hit him. It's like they don't yeah, it's like, fear. he hit him in the throat. This is a, <clears throat> this is a match. This is a match for somebody that got injured that's coming back for revenge. Like, nobody's talking about this. Like, it's, it's boggling my mind. Like, I'm so invested in... It's because I know both of them, and it's like, you guys have an actual feud, and it's like, all right, this is cool. Nobody's talking about it. It's like, what the fuck? And they're mm-hmm. both good. They're both good. It's not like they're bad wrestlers. Dude, out of the whole pay-per-view, that's the match I want to see out of all of it. Like, out of everything announced, that's the one match I'm really down for. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I don't care about the rest of it. Yeah, because, like, the way that the card is shaping up, like, people are like, oh, my God, the card is so nice. And I'm like, half of these shoes I don't give a shit about. Like, the MJF and Cody thing, after the whipping, like, that, like, I know it sold a lot of people. Like, oh, I got to see it. It's like, no. Not me. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. I kind of was sold on it a year ago. Like, yeah. <laughs> now it's it's too late now. Exactly. Like, when it first happened, we like, yo, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. When he hit him in the balls, they should have, like, instead of doing this whole, this whole, you got to do this, 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 jump through all the hoops to get this match, they should have basically had Cody, every time MJF is out there, him just run up on MJF and beat him down to the point where MJF couldn't run anymore. And he's just like, all right, all right, all right, I'll give you the match. That's it. That's how it should have been. Like, all all this extra yeah. stuff is, like, counter... is counterproductive. It's just backwards. It's like, the fuck? It is so fucking weird. And I know people are like, yo, but they did that stuff in the 80s. No, not like this. It was like one or two things. Not like a 17-week build-up. Like, nah. Nah, see, this is what I'm talking about. Like, and... I I don't know about you, but I'm not... I'm not even feeling the Moxley-Chris Jericho thing. Oh, no. I'm I'm not either at all. Like, I felt like kind of awkward with this last match because okay like I'm gonna talk about this while I reveal a little bit about myself in the podcast and whatever so okay it was Moxley versus Santana and whatnot right mm-hmm. and you know a few weeks ago they poked out uh, um Moxley's eye Moxley got revenge like a week later and poked out Santana's eye and whatnot and it felt weird to me like I, and she like this don't really bother me, but for some reason this time it did. Santana was talking about how his dad, 
kind of had a disability. He went blind, started to go blind when he was 14 and whatnot. I myself have a disability too. You know, man. And like, I don't know, that kind of bothered me that they brought that up and whatever. And he lost on top of that. So like, bringing, he brought all that up for nothing. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, it just like, I found it like distasteful or something. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Okay. It was just you because to me, when when they had that sit-down interview with Santana, I don't know why he came across to me as like a big fucking star. Like he was talking about his dad went blind and how he like basically came from nothing. And he like, his dad died and he didn't get to say goodbye because he was at an AEW event. And it's like, yo, he's like, he just came across so genuine and it's like, yo, I want to root for this guy. Like, oh no, there was that. Like, I'm not shitting on him. Yeah. I'm shitting on the company because that, you say something like that for like a face that's going to go for like their main title and whatever mm-hmm. as well on his way to becoming a star. Exactly. He's stuck on a tag team right now. You know what I mean? Not hating on Ortiz either because he, he's going to be a major star too. Right. He's stuck on a tag team and he lost the match that they were promoting. So I feel like all that was for nothing. Had, had this been Moxley going for it and whatever, as much as like I'm not a big fan of Moxley, I would have liked it because it's it's major because like it seemed like Moxley's gonna win the title. I'm like I'm not I'm not giving him the the title win because I still think they're gonna hold it off for Omega, but I don't know. But you you get what I'm saying yeah, now, right? I got like, what you're saying. You know? Like to be honest, like that should have been saved for another time. Like yeah, like this was a build up to something. And then it was like you ran him into a brick wall. It's like exactly. It's like it didn't make sense. It's like all right, we're gonna do this big spotlight on Santana about how badass he is and like how much he overcame, and we're just gonna run him into John Moxley and lose. It's like that didn't make any sense. Like you should have waited to it was a feud of even heirs or his solo feud, but like this is just like. An eye for eye thing. You didn't have to go so deep into it. Just been like, "Yo, I'm gonna take his, I'm gonna take his eye out." Cause on the streets, that's how you do it. Like, I would have been okay with that. Exactly. Like they they went too far to it with, with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it kind of made me feel some type of way. You know what I mean? It wouldn't have had he won. It, it was a major deal, but it, the match itself was a throwaway match, and all it was for, was to like reveal um, Jeff Cobb. Yeah. So. Like, to be honest, like, it made me like Santana more, which I already still have him as part of the best tag team in the world. But, like, it, oh yeah, it made me like him more, but at the same time, it was no reason for this feud to happen and them to bring this up. It was none of that. Like, for real, for real, before this, right? Mm-hmm. You know, our little thing when we have tag teams, right? There was always uh, Sean... And there's always a Marty, mm-hmm. right? I had him under the Marty category. Exactly. No. Like, he, he's more of a Sean now. And that that's not me shitting on Ortiz again. It just, he, he showed off on that interview. Right. And I know people... From, he, he's a, like, yeah. 
And I know the people are listening to this, like, they know that we sometimes shit on AEW, but they're starting to catch on, like, wait a minute, we know which ones of these people are you guys' fans, because you really break down shit for them. Yeah. Because, like, there's a lot of good people at AEW, we just don't like the way they're handled. Basically. Because those two motherfuckers should be handled way better. Okay, can I say it again? Can I say it again? Because I say it every week. Mm-hmm. Can I say yeah. it? Can I say it? Where the hell is Sean Spears? He's... Don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Another person that stood out this week was motherfucking Britt Baker. Yeah. I don't know what the hell happened... I every week I came here and said she's a face she's such a great person she walked out there and she was she's a heel <laughs> like oh my god like she cut this promo and it was like yo she, she's a bad guy now it, she's a bad guy that's what she does Dude, like, I was, like, I was so, like, oh, my God, like, I like you as a bad guy. Because <laughs> we came on this podcast and was like, it's not going to work. She's such a great heel. Oh, such a great face. And I was like, no, nah, it's going to work. They made that work. <laughs> yep. But then, then we're going right back into the same problem. You have heel Nyla Rose as the champion and heel Britt Baker. Where do you go? No, in AEW, they probably will book it that way. They're going to book it that way and it's going to be stupid because you're going to have fans that hate both of them. And it's like, why? Like, why would you even book it this way? Like, I I don't know. Like, they're, they're such terrible bookers. Like, it's so much stuff on the show that you look and you're like, if they did this one thing, it would be better. If they did this other thing, it would be better. I know one thing I wish they really would do, and it's coming up in two weeks, kill this Kenny Omega Pac thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know how many times I could come in here and say, there's no reason for this feud to the last two years. Like, this feud is still going on. They're going to have a fucking Iron Man match in two weeks. I don't know why we're fucking on this feud and it's still a thing. Kenny is a fucking tag team champion. Pac isn't even there. Why are we still having this fucking feud? Oh, you wanted me to answer it? I I have no clue. (laughs) Like, I want somebody to answer, please. What the fuck? Like, I'm just so, like, I'm just so baffled by some of the decisions they do. And then... Baffled's a good one. Yeah, and then it's like, some of the people just go, well, they're doing great. It's like, no, they're not. Like, they're... Mediocre at best. At best, at best. And the thing that bothers me is, like, I look at them and I'm like, all right, you guys have been in the business long enough to know Things should go this way. Things should go that way. And it would make things 
better for you guys. And it's not like, oh, maybe they're booking just to confuse the fans or they're doing this to mess with the people. No, they're they're not. Like, none of this is... No. Like, you look at this stuff and you're like, okay, some of this stuff is pointless. Like, some of these things are fucking pointless. Like, okay. The, tag, the number one contenders match for the tag team titles. They're going to have a battle royal with all the tag teams next week. The number one contenders at Revolution. Also, that night... They're going to have a tag team title match. The Lucha Bros versus Kenny and Hangman. Can you explain to me why? Uh, it's AEW. Like, okay. Like, it just... It, it's baffling my mind. It's baffling. I understand, like, oh, we need to have loaded shows. We need to have this. It's like... Not every week you need to have a loaded show. Like, I, I don't know what, I don't know what their thought process is. I don't get it. Hey, did you know the Jungle Boy wrestled this week? Yeah, yeah. Man, like, where the fuck has he been at? Apparently, um, in the dark. Apparently, AEW dark. Oh, by the way, uh, okay. I thought he was just closing his eyes in the dark. No. But like, shit, man. Like, I was actually shocked to see Jungle Boy. Like, and by the way, he's like he was already good, but he got better. Like that actually. Yeah. Like that actually was like, oh yeah. And I'm like, they need to use him more. The one I wish they'll get rid of, and it's like, I don't know, like, I find him annoying, it's fucking Marco Stunt. Is it because he's short? I find him annoying. Dude, it's not because he's short, he looks like a fucking 12-year-old. Yeah, he does. They have a couple, like, short wrestlers, but, like, they don't look that young. This motherfucker looks like a kid. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, he looks like he's fucking, uh, um... Jungle Boy is like son. Damn, he, he does. And the funny part, like he's probably older than fucking Jungle Boy. Right. I actually want to put a missing persons out on Sunny Kiss. Just just saying. Like, has anybody seen Sunny Kiss at all? I saw him on fucking AEW Dark like last week. Wow, like I don't understand, like, yo, why is why are they not using Sunny Kiss? Like I like I mentioned, I want to say last week, or if not the week prior to that, right? Mm-hmm. AEW has a problem where they only focus on their guys. You know what I mean? No, you said that earlier in the podcast. No, but I'm saying though, like, I went more into it where like WWE has that problem, but. You know, man. Well, NXT had the problem, but where they only focus on the Undisputed Era, really. But they still have it open to like other people, right? Because like they had what his name, I'm um, Grimes, on this show. Yes. Grimes is not that important of a person, but he still was on the show. They had Bronson Reed on the show. 
but yeah, that's another one. See, like that—that's how much like I don't think about these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. But they were—they were on the show, and like that's not me really shit on them. It's just that they don't showcase them that much and whatnot. So yeah, and that Bronson guy, like he's good. Like this is how I feel about NXT and what I think AEW should be like. Mm-hmm. NXT has a roster of people where they shuffle out a certain amount of people this week and a certain amount of people this week. And it's like, if you don't see them this week, there's a good chance you're going to see them next week. Yeah. Because it's like so many people like Bronson Reed, um, Cameron Grimes, Candice LeRae, um, who else wrestled yesterday? Um, somebody else wrestled that was weird that we haven't seen in a while. And it's like so many people that's on NXT that's like, all right, this week they'll show up. Next week you you won't even see them. You probably see Shotzi Blackheart. You'll see. Um, I was gonna call her Ariel Monroe, but I'm not think. I don't think that's her name. Chelsea Green's wrestling next week. You're gonna you're gonna probably see um, Mia Yim. Like all the people that you didn't see this week, you're gonna see them next week. And like Kushida wrestled this week. You might not see Kushida. Oh yeah, yeah. You might not see Kushida for like two weeks again. But it's because NXT knows how to put people out there and take them off, and then they come back two weeks later. And at the same time, they know how to keep their focus. Because like I said, their focus is the Undisputed Era. Mm -hmm. They do that while doing what you said, like alternating. Mm -hmm. AEW seems like they don't have the capability of doing that. Like, that's the problem. Like, I feel like they just, it's something that they're doing wrong. And I know that I'm starting to feel like maybe I'm an old guy. And it's like, I'm not understanding why they're so popular. But maybe that's just the way wrestling fans are now. Do you think that could be it? Probably, but then again, it's like they're gonna wind up killing themselves and whatnot, you know, man. Because their style of wrestling, it's for all intents and purposes, flippy shit. Yeah, you know, man. And it was this video you showed me, in fact, on Twitter and whatever, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Once you fl- do like one move, flippy dippy, and whatever, then the fans are gonna want you to do more. And more and more until you kill yourself. You gotta like slow down and tell stories. AEW likes storytelling. Good storytelling because they have some that are like, eh, like this whole MJF thing. Yeah, like they have, like, I feel like the MJF story went on way too long. It's yeah. like they don't know where to cut the story off. Hell, they're going two years with Pac and fucking Kenny, so yeah. Yeah. The thing is, like, somebody said this. It might have been Melfer. He said that they should have monthly pay-per-views. So they can end the feuds and then, like, keep going. I'm... Nah. Like, I'm not into, like... They could do it every other month. But, like, once once this thing goes way past its prime, it's like... It's gotta stop. It's gotta stop. Like, this Kenny and the Young Bucks thing, 
we know it's winding up going to be Kenny and Pac versus the Young Bucks. I mean, not Pac. Kenny and Hangman versus the Young Bucks at the pay-per-view. I was about to say, whoa, what the fuck? But the reason I said Pac, because that same week, he's going to wrestle Pac in a 30-minute Ironman match. Yeah. Like, it's, for some reason, it's like, you're stretching Kenny too, like, too thin. Like, he's doing the Pac thing and the tag team thing. But also, the Young Bucks are doing the tag team thing and the Dark Order thing. And it's like, guys, like, just do one thing and, like, let somebody else do the other thing. Yeah, why are they even in that story? I don't like, know. I don't fucking know. <coughs> Excuse me. Like, I don't know why they're part of that storyline. Because it, it should be just the SCU versus the Dark Order. It's SCU and Young Bucks versus the Dark Order. It's like... And the best friends are in there, too, I think. Yeah, it's like, why? Like, this like this isn't making sense. Like, why are you guys on multiple storylines? Yeah. Like, that's, that's what I think is the biggest thing that bothers me is, like, you're in multiple storylines for no reason. Like, these storylines could be somebody else's thing. Like, fuck, you could put Pac with Kip Sabian. Let him, let him beef with him. Arn Cassidy, because Arn Cassidy is, like, to me, in a way, he's like another, uh, um, what's his face, um, Jake Hagar. I don't think he's wrestled yet. He hasn't, but I think he's going to wind up with Orange Cassidy is going to be the person that's going to get pissed and then snap an Orange Cassidy all over everything. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it's it's, it's crazy, like they don't know what they're doing. First of all, they need a secondary title by now. He said that they might have a secondary title. He doesn't know how they're going to do it, but they're going to do it. So, I'm okay with that. Yeah, and going back to what you said earlier, right? mm-hmm. I disagree with Meltzer. Blasphemy, I know. Right? <laughs> um... They should keep their pay-per-views the way they got it, right? Mm-hmm. However, right, mm-hmm. do what Impact Wrestling is doing. Have, like, important shows and whatnot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, have their, like, CEOs and whatever on, on like, TNT and whatnot, you know? Have those be important and have, like, major shows on there. Yeah, I'm, I honestly agree with that. Like, let's face it like we're in a time and nowadays where like ain't nobody gonna like shell out fucking like 30 40 50 60 dollars a month on a wrestling pay-per-view back in the day before the um WWE network i only bought one pay-per-view a year that was wrestlemania yeah so like yeah like not too many people are gonna like do that shit, if any. But here, we're gonna get into this because, like, we're gonna have to get into this eventually. Mm-hmm. The WWE Network are trying to, like, might be bringing pay-per-views to 
just regular system and leaving off of the network. By regular system, you mean like a what you call it, uh, like a Fox or something, right? No, like oh, they might be going to like the cable companies back to pay per view thing because the network is losing a lot of money, but at the same time. You're going to kill the network if you take off a lot of pay-per-views off of the network. They do that, then I'm out. That's all I'm saying. You're not the only one. Like, they basically could bury the thing. So, we don't know how this is going to go, but we're hoping to find out soon if we're going to all cancel our network subscriptions or we're going to keep the network and work around it. Nah, I don't think I'm working around it. Like, they take out pay-per-views, I'm done. Like, they kind of sort of took out NXT off it already, so, like, that removes one thing, so, what what do we actually have on there, you know what I mean, that we watch? There's nothing. There's nothing. 205 Live, that's not gonna hold me. It, it, I love 205 Live, but that's not gonna hold me. Yeah, like, they do that, and then, yeah, NXT UK, I don't even watch that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not just look to them, but yeah. Like, we stopped watching them, and they they still put on good programming, but we just stopped watching them. Sorry. We watch their takeovers, so that's the thing. Oh, yeah, we definitely watch the takeover. But other than that, yeah. But yeah, like, that's a bad move on them like they, they claim they're losing money in the WWE Network they're gonna lose a lot more money if they basically kill the network in my opinion mm-hmm. but we'll see yeah Okay. No, I I was trying to remember what happened on Raw because oh so Angel Garza looks like he's going to be on Raw for the foreseeable future. How do you okay. how do you feel about Angel Garza stepping up to Raw? I don't like it. Okay. There's nothing against Angel Garza. I think he's too good for Raw. Yeah. Like, for real, for real? Like, I, I think this is the proper term. Like, I'm I'm kind of a gatekeeper when it comes to NXT, I think. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't want them to fuck it up because they might more than likely will fuck it up. Mm-hmm. You know? So, like, I really don't like anybody getting called up. I don't care who it is. Yeah. The only exception would be like fucking Elias. Like he's doing phenomenal on the main roster. Yeah, and he did when he got called up, we was like, what the fuck are they calling him up for? Cause he, he was a nobody in NXT, but he got called up mm-hmm. and he's doing great. He's doing great. But these other call ups and whatever. For, for instance the Street Profits. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? They're just... Alright. 
they have their moments where they're like the funniest thing ever, but they're not in the ring doing anything of significance. They're former NXT Tag Team Champions. Yes. You know? I don't think they're going to wind up being Raw Tag Team Champions or SmackDown Tag Team Champions, to be honest with you. They're going to wind up breaking up before then. And that's so stupid to me. It's like, why? Like, why? Like, those guys are really good as a tag team. Hopefully I'm wrong, but yeah. Like, no one does it be. And that's does it be, not NXT. Mm -hmm. That's the way they're going to do it. Basically... That makes no fucking sense. Yeah. But yeah, nothing nothing really significant on Raw to me. Nope. Except for that. Nothing. Yeah, and also on Raw, they, they announced the Twick match or the Twick match or I'm butchering the name because no one has said the name out loud. It's a gauntlet match. It makes no fucking sense it's going to happen to the Saudi Arabia Super Show between Andrade, AJ Which, by Scott. the way, well, I, I'm sorry to cut you up, but by the way, Andrade is supposed to be suspended due to wellness policy and whatever, so uh-huh. how the hell did that work out? You tell me, but go ahead. I don't know. AJ Styles, who's back from injury, Rowan, R-Truth, and Rusev? Who is speculated to be, like, suspended, too. He's something, because he hasn't been on TV for, like, ever fucking shit. Yeah. Like, why are these guys in this match? And why is R-Truth the only face in this match? Exactly. Well, no, Rusev's the face. Oh shit, I forgot. Yeah. But, but uh, what the fuck? These matches are basically like the best in the world match, the best in the um, tag team in the world match, you know. Like, it's one of those. Like, every year when they do this, they, they give away a trophy for, for some reason. I don't fucking get it. It's, it makes no sense. Like, it makes no fucking sense. Fuck it. Whatever. I think they could give you a fucking, like, random ass title than, like they did for fucking, um, what you call it? Um, Braun Strowman. Strowman which was a nice belt. Like, it was for nothing. But, yeah. I threw it in the trash. Oh, okay, bro. Good <laughs> for you. In that super show, they have Miz and Morrison versus Kofi and Big E for the tag titles. No, 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 no. You have to say it right. It's for the WWE. World Tag Team Championship. And you said. Well, it's funny that you say that because an elimination chamber for the WWE World Tag Team Championship will be the New Day versus Miz and Morrison. I don't know why they're having a rematch at the elimination chamber. Hopefully, Ms. Morrison takes the tag titles off of them. That, that's what I think is going to happen, if that's the case, then. And the funny thing is, this is all leading into our leaked Royal WrestleMania script, where they're supposed to be defending the tag titles in a ladder match in a four-way. Oh, yeah. 
So yeah, this is all going according to script. I love it when the plans come come together. We are definitely the A team. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I, pity, I pity the fool. Yes, we do. We do pity the fools. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Dude, mm-hmm. Jordan Grace is the new Impact Knockouts champion. Like, I'm happy about that, right? Mm-hmm. What bothers me, and it, it's only like a, I guess a me thing, mm-hmm. whatever, I don't think nobody else has this problem. They record, like, tape all, like, their, like, shows within one day, and all the leaks are out there. And, like, it takes a whole month for something like this to happen. Because I knew about this, like, a month or so ago. Exactly. So, like, it's kind of hard for me to be, like, really happy and pop for that. Because I knew about it a month ago. But the question that's on my mind. So, when, like, back to the WrestleMania thing. WrestleMania 31, I mean, 37... When they were talking about being in Hollywood and it's in this new stadium that came out. So, out of nowhere, and I and I know, like, I wasn't the only one that seen this. Like, Kaya Valkyrie was like, oh, cool, that's right in my backyard. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you doing? What are you doing? Like, and I like and it was the same day that she lost the title on television. So she was like, "It's right in my backyard." I'm like, "Whoa, whoa! Is 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 that you saying that you're gonna be there next year?" Oh, interesting. Yeah, because like, I it like it would have like it wouldn't have been weird if she just didn't say it like that, especially at the WrestleMania thing. It's right in my backyard. Like. Whoa, buddy. The wrestling you... thing and the fact that she lost the title on television. Uh-huh. Not to mention your husband is already here. He's like, are you trying to tell me something? I don't think she's trying. I think she told you. Okay. <laughs> Just like The Rock's daughter told us that she's in the business. Here's, the first here's... ever fourth generation superstar. Yeah, but here's the thing about that, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know, like it was a like it was big shocker because it was all over, like CNN covered it, and like all these other big places covered it. it was like the Rock Stewart is coming into wrestling, and it's like I was scratching my head, and I know you probably was too. Was like, yo, haven't she been training at the Performance Center for like two years? <laughs> Like I mean, there was that thing like years ago. Um, Austin Aries had left the company. Mm-hmm. You don't know he used to work for the company and whatnot. You know, I mean, he his fucking like career in WWE was like, yeah. But anyway, after he left, he still was in the performance center for a minute. So I think as long as you have a good relationship with them, you could like go there, like Uncle Paul. You know, Uncle Triple H. So. Yeah, but like, that's what bothered me. I'm like, wait, she's signed now? But then, like, you remember, like, when Zelina Vega was down there, 
she would come in and start training. Like she started training men. And that was like two years ago. Yeah. And like there would be pictures out there and like somebody in NXT would like if you ever follow her on Twitter and somebody like in NXT, she'd be like, Oh great, you're on TV and you're like, Wait, how do you know this person? And it's like it just be somebody that's been sitting in the performance center and then like you see a picture with her and like this person or that person, you're like, Wait, why do you why do you know them? And like it's been rumors out there that she's down there and it's like, What what's going on? Like what's happening now? And it's like like so when they said that she was part of the the thing and it's funny because I seen a tweet from her the day before and in my mind I was like yo when are you gonna step in the ring cause I knew she was training so I was like yo when is she gonna step in the ring the next day they announced hey she signed with WWE but still when is she stepping in the ring thing about it though like you can't put too much merit in like them being in performance center because mm-hmm. years ago I don't know if you remember right mm-hmm. C- crazy Steve of TNA fame and whatever he was in the performance center we haven't seen him in WB like I don't think he signed so like he's doing oh, indies now and whatnot so that's a thing they were going to sign him he just didn't want to sign for what they were trying to pay him yeah but you know like you know what I mean? Like, sometimes it doesn't work out and whatnot. So just because she was there don't mean she was going to stay. Like, that's the thing. Like, I would have said that if, like, she would have been there for six months and stopped. But when you were there for two years and, like, everybody coming in and out is talking to you and you know these people, then it's like, wait, you're still training down there. Like, this is, like, you're signed, right? Like, no, 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 I'm not. No, you are. Maybe. Because <laughs> it was funny, like, they, like, they showed all of these pictures of her working out at the Performance Center the day she got signed, and it was like, if you look at one of the videos, it's like, pri- it's like from a year prior, it's like, you know, you don't even look like that right now. What is it today? What are you doing? Yeah, like, she can't be luck. Like, because one of the shots, like, it had her with darker hair, and she has blonde hair now, and it's like, no, that was, that was from last year. But yeah, I like I knew she was gonna be in there. I mean, her joining any other company. I mean, any other company. It's like it'll be mind blowing. Like, what the fuck? Like, in all intents and purposes, WWE should be her home. Basically, you know, man, like. Her grandfather wrestled there. Her father wrestled there. Her, mm-hmm. no, her great-grandfather wrestled there. Excuse me. Her mm-hmm. grandfather wrestled there. Her dad wrestled there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So she belongs in WWE. You know what I mean? I know a lot of people are going to hate in WWE and whatnot, but like that's where she belongs. Certain people belong in certain places. Basically. And I'm glad you brought up about the generational thing because there was this meme out there and... I like I already know what you're gonna say and I have to say my piece on this because the meme was a picture of Charlotte and it was said she basically rides her dad's coattail and she's getting everything handed to her because of her dad. 
Then it had Cody Rhodes and said, he's creating his own legacy and he's picking he's picking up where his dad left off. It's like, wait a minute, both both of these kids are doing exactly the same thing both of their parents did. Like, why is she being judged like unfairly to him? And then the caption said something like the person posted it said um caption like something to the effect of that being sexism, which I totally agree. It's, I believe it's sexism and favoritism. Yeah. Like people have a favoritism to Cody Rhodes is like, yo, you're you're picking up where your dad left off, this and the third. Charlotte is carving out her own niche just like her dad, and it's like she's just riding daddy's coattail. And it's like, what what they're doing the same thing. Like Cody is basically Dusty and Charlotte is basically Rick. Like they're the same I thing. I gotta disagree with that. Okay, why do you disagree? Cody is not Dusty. Cody's okay. another version of Rick. Like he tries to be more Rick than his own damn father. If anything, they're talking about like uh, uh, um, Charlotte writing um, Rick's coattails. Nah, fucking Cody is more Ric Flair than anything. No, but I meant is him being a booker like his dad. A booker slash wrestler. That's that's what I was comparing it to. Oh, no, no. I don't see that either. I don't you see don't? that either. No, no. Key word in what you said, trying to be. Because he's far from a booker. I don't know what the fuck you'll call that. that none of them book matches well. Like Nothing they did is amazing or nothing, you know? True. His father was amazing booker. Like people, like a lot of people had problems with the way he booked. He was good to me. Yes, he was. You know, man. Flair, he was a booker too. No one mentions that. Yeah, a lot of people like look over that fact. Yeah, um, maybe he didn't do it for that long, but Flair was a booker. No, it was it was for a while. It was for a while. People like just forget that he he did have the book. Yeah. But I do think Charlotte gets a unfair like they look at her differently because she is a woman, I think. Yeah. Like we sometimes get mad at her because they stick her into everything. And it's like sometimes she shouldn't be into everything. Like that kind of bothers me. Like, she's a good wrestler. She's good on the mic. She's good doing her job. But sometimes you don't have to stick her into everything. It's not even... This isn't even sexism. This is just... Charlotte doesn't have to be in everything. Because here's the question, like, fans, including us, have to ask and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. Does that particular person want to be in it like are they being forced in it you know what I mean mm-hmm. but like oh we're gonna put you in this match uh, I don't really feel comfortable because I wasn't the last one you know that type of thing mm-hmm. what if that's, that's actually their mentality we don't see the behind the scenes like that we hear but we don't know like I can I can say that Charlotte probably doesn't want to be in everything because she like she can do whatever she wants and anytime she can just go right back to the title. It's perfectly fine. But when they just throw her in the random shit and be like, hey, 
you should be in this. You're in this. You're in this. And it's like, I don't think she wants to be in everything. Because I don't think, like, all wrestlers, like, I don't think they all want to be hated to a certain degree. Some of them, that's their job to be hated because they're heels. But, like, sometimes fans take it too far. I don't think they like it when fans take it too far. You know what I mean? Their bodies get tired eventually, like, you know, so they don't want to be in everything, you know? It's kind of like a a mind thing. Mm -hmm. You you need your mind to refresh and whatever. You can't do that when you're in every goddamn thing. Right. Someone like Roman, we complain about and whatnot, you know what I mean? Like, he might not necessarily want to be in everything either. Like, you know, most of the motherfuckers are probably modest as shit, but like, to the naked eye, it seemed like, oh, like, you're happy as shit they're doing this for you and whatnot. Like, you get anything you ask for and whatnot. No, I didn't ask for this. Right. Maybe same could be said about Cena or in anybody who's ever got a push. That's probably the case. You mm-hmm. never know. Yeah, that's my piece about that. Yeah, but like I, I don't have any problems with them being compared to their parents. But I just think people should compare them equally. Like she, like she is picking up the legacy just like Cody is. So don't be like, oh, she's riding her dad's coattail. She's only getting handed stuff because she's Rick's daughter. No, she she's picking up her and carving out her own legacy. Like you have to look at her and be like, dude, she's her own person. Like she's way more talented than Rick. And I know people are going to be pissed, like, no, she's not. She's way more talented than Rick. Yeah, yeah. Hell, she's more talented than, like, half the male and female roster. Like, and this is for Attitude Era, fucking Roof and Aggression Era, the Golden Era. Like, she's she's good as shit. Mm-hmm. She's better than most of those motherfuckers, so, yeah. Basically. And Cody's great, great in the ring too, you know. Oh, it just like he's a bad booker. Had he only been a wrestler, I think I'll be better with it. Me too. Me too. It was something else I wanted to talk about on power. Okay, Melina. She still got it. She still got it. Alina still got it. And like, they really did try to clean up the Melina challenging her and then like going, no, 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 I wasn't saying that. And then she like challenged her again. It was like, but, but, okay. And then like when she wrestled, she was like, I showed you what I could do. It was like, dude, like, did you kick her out the group by accident? <laughs> like, cause it was it wasn't specifically stated, but it's like, yo, I think she kicked her out. Is that what and happened? Go- Probably, that's what it seemed like. And going back to what you said earlier about like heels are the nicest people. Mm-hmm. She had an interview on on YouTube and whatever, mm-hmm. and like 
she's the sweetest fucking person. Like, she's nice as shit and whatever. But, like, the character? She's a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, it's crazy. In the part, like, we finally found out who Tim Storm's fake mother was. Did we? Yes, it was a dude, Salonaro. Oh, shit. Yes, it was him. He he was the person. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And you're, you were right about, um... God damn it, I had his fucking name. What is his fucking name? It's not Tom Latimer. What is his goddamn name? Isaacs? Yes, Royce Isaacs. Thank yeah. you. You were right about Royce Isaacs. What part? That every time he gets pissed off, he ruffles better, and that's what she's gonna do. Like, I've like I've kind of right, but I don't like the way they're doing it. Cause like, I would like the way I would book it is like have her use the other guy and whatnot, but it seems like she's using Isaacs. Yes. I, I don't like that. Like, it's too soon for all that. I don't know why, but, like, it's, it's weird. Like, she brought out the... And it bothered me because he had a fucking broke arm. She brought... The main event was the Rock and Roll Express versus Nick Aldis and Royce Isaacs. So, Mae Valentine comes down the steps with fucking Sal Renaro, but Sal Renaro has a fucking broken arm. It's like, what is he gonna do? Nothing. Like, and it did piss Royce Isaacs off. It did piss him off. But, and he, he's the other thing. He yeah. got beat up throughout half that fucking match. Like, he got out, like, what's the catchphrase? Through, through his skin and his teeth? Yes. Like, I didn't like that either. Like, if you're gonna piss him off, have him be like a dominant, you know what I mean? But the funny part about it was he was losing because he kept paying attention to me. Like that was the only problem. Like it's gonna hinder him more than anything. Basically. And if if that's the plan, okay. But if you're going with the whole like he gets power from that, like it doesn't look right. <laughs> True. Yo, I I really love that match between Ricky Starks and Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. <laughs> Boy, is it Jason Cross? I think was his name. Matt Cross. Matt Cross. Yeah, like I really love that match, and I know people are like, "Wait, his name's not Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. It used to be his. It used to be his name." Yep. He also was son of Havoc. Yep. That's right. He was. Yep. Damn. When we remember somebody, we remember them all the way back. Pretty much. Like, I remember his old finish move, which apparently they fucking, like, changed it now. What is it now? It used to be, and correct me if I'm wrong, it used to be a fucking, um... Shooting star leg drop. It was. It was. Now it's just a fucking regular shooting star. 
Boo. Do better. Which I guess. Which I guess it's okay because he's older now and maybe like his body can't take that no more. Because like I think that would fuck up your body more than your opponents or whatnot. Yeah, it would. So. NXT TakeOver is this weekend. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, it is. I'm joking. I uploaded the fucking matches on my YouTube channel. Everything Enigma. There it goes. So, let's run down the matches and see how we feel. Okay. Street Fight. Keegan Knox versus Dakota Kai. They're going to kill each other and it's gonna be fucking awesome oh definitely who do you think is gonna win you know what I'm not even picking I think they're just gonna destroy each other you see I can't even get it out that's how good it's gonna be I feel like it's gonna be a fluke win and Dakota's gonna win that could be it yeah (laughs) The bruiser weight, the bruiser weights versus undisputed era. Uh, I have a two-fold question um, um, answer to that, right? Okay. I think the undisputed era is gonna win, but mm-hmm. I hope the bruiser weights win because, like, I, I like them. Okay, I know we we didn't go over this, but they had a couple of vignettes on fucking. NXT that were fucking amazing. Yeah, they were fucking hilarious. Like, you wouldn't think Pete Dunn could be funny, but Pete Dunn could be funny. Yeah, like, that shit was so hilarious. I want them to be tag team champions just for the fact of those things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Johnny like, Gargano. Other, I would say, other than the uh, Undisputed Air themselves, I don't think anybody else has held the tag team titles and the Dusty Rhodes Classic Trophy. Try saying that five times fast without going out of breath like I just did. But yeah. You can't. But yeah, Johnny Gargano versus Finn Balor. Uh, That's another toughie, but I'm going to have to go with Finn. I'm going with Johnny. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why. I just had this weird feeling that Johnny's going to pull it out. Okay. Yeah. And then we have Keith Lee versus Donovan Dijakovic for the North American title. Also, this week on NXT, they had a fucking good promo. I don't even know what it's called. Like, vignette. A good vignette by Mark Henry on the two of those guys. Like, I was like, that threw me off because I'm like, wait, he still works here? Like, I think I literally said that out loud. You did. You did. <laughs> like, it actually fucking popped me when it was like, holy shit, dude. Like, that was, like, that was pretty badass. Yeah. I think Keith Lee is keeping the title. Yeah. yeah. He just got it. Like, it, of course, it's NXT, so maybe that doesn't matter, but like, he just got it. 
Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. It's NXT. Yeah. So we already went over Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair. Yeah, Bianca's losing that shit, of course. Yeah. And then the main event, Tommaso Ciampa versus Adam Cole. Like, um, in my heart, I want Ciampa to win. Mm-hmm. But something tells me Cole is going to win that. I'm the exact opposite, because in my heart, I want Adam to win, but something tells me Ciampa's going to win. Okay. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. Like, I really don't know. Huh. Like, I seriously have no idea who's going to win. This is this is one of those toss-ups that you, like, either Adam could win, they could keep the feud going, or Tommaso wins... And they can either keep the feud going or go to another direction. Yeah. But the only reason I want Tommaso Ciampa to win is because I want him to win and celebrate in the ring and then get choked out by Killer Cross. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. That would be fucking awesome. That would be a great way to bring in Killer Cross. Not to mention, right? Mm -hmm. We'll get that big pop. And we get the chant of Daddy's home. Daddy's home. Daddy's home. Yeah. And then Killer Cross kills Daddy. So there you go. That would be great. Like, cause I don't know. Like, have we had a like debut or return recently that was like besides Velveteen Dream that has been like a shocker to us? Hmm. Only one that sticks out was like maybe three years ago and that was Adam Cole himself, so. Yeah, like we like we need one of those big shocking moments. Yeah. Maybe Walter was another one, but like, yeah, there's, there hasn't been a recent one except Dream and like that one we kind of guess but at the same time we didn't because we thought it was going to be Killer Cross also mm-hmm. yeah like cause yeah like I feel like we've missed like something huge like that and this thing happened in fucking NXT UK like yeah we haven't seen it Mm-hmm. so before we wrap up with there's two Hall of Fame rumors going out there, and I want to know how do you feel about both of them. Okay. The first one is Jushin Liger being inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame. How do you feel about it? I'm okay with it. The only caveat is, and like your history is better than mine and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Other than that one takeover that he fought against Tyler Breeze. Has he ever been done to be like that? Um, yes and no. Okay. Because before, like in the before times, yes. Like, it was just like a one-off, like when he did something in Japan. Because, like, I know people have seen this this photo of Liger and Vince in Japan. Okay. So, like, it did happen. Like, it definitely happened before. 
But like, no, like one of your favorite wrestlers, not to cut you off, mm-hmm. should be in, in um, the WWE Hall of Fame eventually too. Because like, I keep seeing this one thing on Twitter where fucking the great Muda, your favorite wrestler, mm-hmm. is then WWF champion Hulk Hogan. Yeah. So that alone, you know. And not saying like anything he else he did was like bad, but that alone, as far as that to be, should have him like in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, like I definitely want Muda in there. Yeah. But like Liger, since you said like he done shit, like yeah, mm-hmm. he's in there. It's good. And plus, like. I think they would like just be honoring everything that he's done in wrestling. Period. Yeah, because for those that don't know, he just recently like retired all the way. Yes. Cause, like he went through like a semi-retirement type of thing where he would wrestle once in a while. Picture, um, I don't know who comes Rikishi or something like that. Someone that comes once in a while, you know? Yeah. That's something he would do. Yeah. And he basically wrapped up his career and then it's over. Yeah. And also the Bella Twins. I know that's like, that was a big controversy when people heard about that one. What's your take on it? I'm on the fence on it. Because like at first I wasn't for it, but me and you discussed it off the podcast. Mm-hmm. They done a lot of things for the company. Right, hence mm-hmm. they they started the whole give the diva the chance uh, um, hashtag and whatnot. Right, you know, what I man. So th- this is in part due to them, even though a lot of people don't want to give them credit. You know, a lot of it it's, it's them too. But um, I don't know, man. Like a lot of people should come before them, you know. But they do deserve it. But like some people should come before them. For example, Victoria. Mm-hmm. I think Victoria should be in it. I'm not sure. I don't think Molly Holly's in it yet. I think she is. I I want to say she is. Is she? Because pe- I... people throw out her name or whatever, so I'm not sure. If she isn't, she deserves to be in it. Matter of fact, I think she is. Oh, okay. Because I if I'm if I'm recalling this right, I remember one time. Somebody was up there and they were talking about her by her real name, calling her Nora. Okay. Because they were talking about her helping. It was either that or somebody she inducted in the Hall of Fame. But I really I think, think that was that. Okay. Well, I hope that she is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Like, those are, like, the two names that come to mind and whatever. There's probably many more that I'm not thinking of right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, like, a Buna Kano or something. I was just about to ask you. I was about to say, is Buna Kano in there? She's probably one of those, like... uh, uh Legacy wings? Legacy wings, because Luna Vishal is in one of those, so... Yes. But it's, like... Off the top of my head, there's not many I could think of. Just them two per se but yeah the better twins do deserve it but not before like maybe Victoria I'm I'm more or less 
going with I think they should be in there. Yeah. Like I think like right now is, is an okay time for them to be in there. Okay. Cause like I don't really know too many other people who are going to be in there and like should be worthy. So like just putting them in there is like I don't know. Just fuck it. Just put them in there. And like for the people that have, like have a major problem with it, think about it this way: mm-hmm. every year, it's kind of like a throwaway one, like one that makes you think, like, okay, why the hell is this person in there? Mm-hmm. In your mind, that one could be it. So there you go. Yeah. Because there's always one I always pick on. I don't think I should mention it on the podcast unless you want me to. You mm. know what I'm talking about? No. We'll save that for, we'll for another day. But this particular person, like, I, it boggles me why he was in there because to me he didn't do anything in the other day. But yeah. I think he did, but we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. But yeah, but like, yeah. Like, I'm, like, I don't know who else would be in the Hall of Fame. And I'm just throwing this out there because. This seems weird. This seems like a weird thing. Okay. So, I would think like somebody would be in the Hall of Fame because this Valentine's Day episode of The Bump on WWE, they had like TJ Wilson or Tyson Kidd and Natty on there. And then Natty brought out her cousin and his name was D.H. Smith. Wait, and it's like, wait, what? Like, that, that that's not his real name. That's his WWE name. Like, why did you bring him out? Like, first off, why did you bring him on WWE television when he's not even signed with the company? Question mark. He's currently working for MLW. Yes, and also going to be working for All Japan in a few weeks and it's like why did you bring him here and it's like hmm like why so his father might be going to the Hall of Fame that's exactly what I was thinking because that was just a random thing so yeah like I'm thinking that they might wind up in the Hall of Fame and that one I'm fine with yeah I'm definitely fine with that that's like way too overdue yeah only other one that deserves to be in there and like I'm not sure if he's ever gonna be in there at this point Owen Hart yeah so we got three more things on topic and then we're out of here okay one thing how do you feel about the Iconics quote unquote changing their gimmicks I don't know because I love the iconic gimmick so I I really don't know like depends how they repackage them and whatnot. that's what I was thinking I was like the iconic gimmick is way too quote unquote iconic to change yeah so like I wouldn't be okay with that so like I I just hope, like, if they do change it, I hope it's not too far from 
the iconic gimmick. Yeah, like if anything, just tweak it. Basically. And since it's Black History Month, who is your black wrestler of this podcast? You got yours? Yes, I got mine. Go first. I'm giving it up to Chris Bay. And I know some people are like, wait, who the hell is Chris Bay? Chris Bay is an independent performer who has been kicking ass over the last year. Chris Bay literally last year was in every wrestling promotion that was in America except for New Japan. He was that was the in- one with the braids? Yes. I remember, yeah. Like he was on Tour 5 Live. He was in Impact. He was in MLW. He was somewhere up. I want to say he even did a match at AEW. I think so. He was in Ring of Honor. And he literally was everywhere in like a two month period. And it's like, yo, are you serious? Like, one time we had turned off one show and went to the other show and it was like, hold up, you were just on that, wait, you, how yeah. did you, what? <laughs> it was like, what the fuck? That was hilarious, good pick, good pick. <laughs> yes, and he's gonna wind up being a star eventually and him and Cody keeps having banter back and forth and I would not be surprised if he winded up in AEW. He even changed his Twitter handle to Dashing Chris Bay. So, oh, so I'm just saying he might wind up in AEW sooner than later. I get it. I get it. Wow. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mine, depending on who you are, is going to be kind of obscure and whatever. Um, a few years ago, it's still out now, but like it's not mainstream. It's a YouTube thing. This company called ZZW, Combat Zone Wrestling. Basically, mm-hmm. an ECW knockoff. Their whole thing was ultraviolet. It was supposed to be worse than ECW. They had this one guy. His name was Ruckus. And his, like, to me, like, his whole thing was kind of like a Farouk thing where he led a pri- primarily, like, black group. And it was called uh, um, Blackout and whatnot and like they were talking about racism and all that picture Injustice from MLW but all black people Mm -hmm. so it was like that and whatnot and like I don't know I dig the gimmick and whatnot they had the one Puerto Rican guy and all that (laughs) like it, it was cool the thing that stood out to me which was crazy and whatnot was he had a feud against the Rock and Rebel I guess rest in peace, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And like Rock and Rebel was basically like, what would you consider him a Nazi or something? Not really. A white supremacist. White supremacist and whatnot. And like he was like really racist and whatever. And like Rock and Rebel, I want to say was the champion. Mm-hmm. And Ruckus was gonna go like against him. And they had this segment where Ruckus was dating. Um, Rock and Rebel's daughter and towards the end me and Vic was watching it and our minds were literally blown because 
Rock and Rebel basically said something about, oh, we're going to beat this guy's ass and, like, white supremacy will rule. Like, whoa, buddy. You're taking that a little bit too far. Like, whoa, whoa, chill. Next week, the show was canceled. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what happened. And that will forever stand out on my, in my mind and whatnot. It just, like, where would that have gone if the show didn't get canceled? I, eventually, I think he actually became ZZW champion and whatnot. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's because he beat Rock and Rebel, but that did happen. But he yeah, but like, I want to say he did like that alone did a lot for like the black community. You know, mm-hmm. like he beat the he, like he had if if it wasn't for like because we didn't watch it that, though. Like if he didn't beat him for the title, he at least beat his ass. Yeah, I think he did beat his ass. And that was pre-internet days where you could go on the internet and find anything. It yeah. Was, it was way more hard to to look stuff up on the internet. So it wasn't all connected. And it was way before everybody got so, I don't know, like lack of a better term, butthurt over like, you know, uh, offensive humor and whatnot. Yes. Because, like, even then, it was like, whoa, you kind of took that too far. But, like, it really wasn't that bad, in my opinion. Like, they could have kept going to the show and, like, him redeeming by kicking his ass. Mm-hmm. You know? But, yeah, Ruckus is my pick. Yeah. So, I'd seen him walking through the mall one day, and it was, it was odd because he almost had on the same exact gear that he has on when he wrestles, except he just had on a hoodie. And, like, he walked by me, and I was like, this dude looks just like Ruckus. And then, like, I looked at him again, and was like, no, that is Ruckus. Like, what the fuck is he walking around in the mall? It, it, so he lived in our area? No, he just was walking in the mall. I don't know. Oh. He, I don't even know if he was just just coming through for a show or something, but he just was in the mall. It was like, why is he walking through the mall? Oh, shit. It was funny. <laughs> now on to the last bit of talk so Seth Rollins has nothing to do at Wrestlemania now good um, my bad continue okay I know like what I'm the first thing I'm gonna say is you're gonna say good exactly he goes out there and says I want to wrestle Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania. So you're telling me Seth Rollins wants to commit a murder? Uh, okay. Yes. Um. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I know they keep saying it's not going to happen, and people keep saying it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I don't know why, but I feel like. With him with this Messiah complex and him thinking that he's the greatest thing on Raw. I don't know why. I just had this weird feeling that he's going to wind up fighting CM Punk. I could see that. It, I don't know why. It just won't get out of my head because I feel like it's going to happen. And I don't want it to happen because it's not like... I. I don't hate Seth Rollins and I have no problem with CM Punk. It's just 
I don't want to see it happen. Because, like, where do you go with that? You know, like, it, it's it's difficult booking. No, it's not. Just fuck Seth Rollins. Like, people want to see him lose. So, it's like, let him lose the punk. That'll yeah, be fun. People want to see him lose, but... Mm-hmm. WWE doesn't necessarily want to um, see them, him lose because WWE tends to do the opposite of what the fans want a lot of times. That's true. But hopefully, like, if it does go that way, that happens. Do you want to talk about Matt Riddle challenging Brock Lesnar forever and Triple H basically saying, well, he can say whatever he wants, which basically green lights. Matt Riddle versus Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam? Yeah, sure. Yeah, like, okay. So, Matt Riddle's been calling out Brock Lesnar since 2017 or 18, something like that. He's been calling him out for a while. He got to WWE, still called him out. Him and Brock had this little confrontation at Royal Rumble where Brock told him, keep my name out your mouth. And it went around that Nobody is supposed to challenge anybody. Nobody from NXT is supposed to challenge anybody from the main roster. But Matt Riddle still keeps saying he wants to end Brock Lesnar and beat Brock Lesnar. I I see a lot of money in this match. Like, I definitely see a lot of money in this match. Yeah. And the way that it's going, because you see all the writing on the wall, it's he keeps saying it. Nobody's stopping him. Did like even Triple A said, "Well, that's just him. He can say what he wants." It's like nobody's stopping him, which means it's happening. It's and, happening, sweetheart. Yes. And if he wasn't taking on Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania, he would be taking on Matt Riddle. Which now, for a WrestleMania match, I think that's the better deal, Drew. You know, right? Or I, I wholeheartedly believe um, when that match happens, mm-hmm. fucking Riddle's gonna destroy Brock. So, would you take it at SummerSlam, or would you wait for a whole year to build, and it happened in WrestleMania 37? I'll take it at SummerSlam because there's all the other matches that people want him to have. Also, for the time being. People want him to face, and by him, I mean Brock, pronouns. Mm-hmm. They want him to face Keith Lee eventually. They want him to face um, Bobby um, Lashley, you know? It's probably like someone else I'm forgetting, but it's a couple matches they want Brock to have. Yeah, that Bob Lash one is like, I think the ship itself for that one. Yeah, but, you know, they'll probably do it eventually. You know, Bobby will have a, a, some weird face turn in, but... Yeah, I, like I, I'm just putting it like this. I'm like over Bobby Lashley. Oh, I am too. I am too. But the match itself, if done right, you know, man, will be good. I'll trust you on that one. I'll trust even, you on that. Even though Bobby seems like he needs cardio lately, but yeah, that's the thing. Exactly. That's why I don't want the match to happen. Oh. Uh. <laughs> That's exactly why I don't want it to happen. Because Bobby is blowed up. Like, I don't want that. 
Like, I forgot who he faced last and whatever, but it wasn't, like, a big person. Ricochet. Rick, yeah, and, like, dude was tired. Yeah, he was worn out. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, yeah, I, I can't I can't do that, man. No. But if he got back into shape and whatever, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, ready to wrap this up? Yeah, I got nothing, so might as well. Okay, um, so podcasters, um, this week has been a hard week for me. I lost my mom this week, but I'm here on the podcast and kicking the podcast like normal. So. Instead of saying my usual catchphrase, um, rest in peace, mom. Yeah, rest in peace. All right, we're out. <laughs>